What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Potter Podcast, where you will find knowledge, resources, and information on everything real estate related. We are happy to have you join us today. And without further ado, let's jump into our topic and discussion for today. Hey, guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Potter Podcast. And uh, today we are going to be talking about can a home depreciate in value? This is an important question. And uh, I've got the answers for you, so let's get into it. All right, guys, welcome back. Let's talk about this question. Can a home depreciate in value? Now, let me start off by this, and we all know the answer. Uh, The simple answer is yes, a home can depreciate in value because if somebody doesn't take care of that home, right, that value is not going to appreciate. It's going to depreciate. Right? There's a reason why you can write off certain things as an investment property when you go in and you fix things up or, in that perfect case, you're buying that house that's probably a depreciated value in order to get a good deal on it as an investor to go in and fix it up. Right, So we all know the answer is yes, a home can depreciate in value. But I think the more important question to ask is... Can it depreciate in value while you're living in it and taking care of it um, if, let's say, the condition stays the same um, without any updates or things like that? Um, The answer is still yes, it can depreciate in value because obviously we all know that we don't control what the market does, right? Um, But what I can say is um, in the last seven years, at least here in Omaha, and I think for the majority of the country... um, Ever since the crash, right, in 2008 and 2009, um, we have seen homes appreciating in value. So the majority of homes have appreciated. I can speak for Omaha, Nebraska here, and on average, it's anywhere from 3 to 5% per year that homes have appreciated. And uh, what I think is funny is I hear it a lot um, when I'm going out and looking at homes, especially when parents come along and other people um, where they'll bring along some sheets where they've done some research on, for example, when the house was purchased last. And sometimes people will look at it and say, well, this house was purchased uh, less than a year ago for $80,000, and now they're selling it for $150,000. There's no way it's worth $70,000 more than when they purchased it. Um, and my, my counter to that is, how do you know? Uh, how do you know that it's not worth $150,000 now since the updates that have been made to it? Um, unless you're a professional and unless you're an appraiser, um, it doesn't really matter what you think it's worth. Um, it matters with what somebody's going to pay for it. And so um, as we have this conversation, it's interesting to me, especially nowadays as the low inventory is out there and it's not just here in Omaha and in the Midwest, but it's all over the country. Um, You're seeing homes that will go $20,000, $30,000, sometimes in some cases that I've seen $50,000 over the asking price, um, which is crazy. And again, it goes back to my statement that I always make is a listing price is not what the home is worth. It's a starting point, right? So in either way, let's say that you're listing your home and no one writes an offer on your house. Well, the answer or the solution to fixing that is dropping the price because the market has spoken 
and nobody thinks your house is worth what it's listed for. On the flip end of things, if you list your house, and sometimes I get questions from sellers that are like, well, if we list at that, how do we know that that's the right price, and what if it's too low? Well, if it's too low, you're going to get multiple offers, and you're going to get multiple people interested, and the chances are it's going to go well over the asking price, right? And that's going to tell you that, hey, we may have priced it a little bit too low, but now we've got buyers that are willing to go up to this amount, right? So in either case, it works out best for you. And so what I want to address here and discuss, you know, as we break down uh, this question is there's a lot of variables that go into uh, that question. You can't just say yes or no, but I would say it depends, you know, can the home depreciate? Well, it depends. It depends on a lot of things. Um, how much is the demand out there for a home in that price range? Because that home may be in a price range where there's not a large buyer's pool. And so you may have paid, let's say, for example, $500,000 for the house four years ago, five years ago. And now that house is selling for less than $500,000 because somebody could potentially go build the house that they want with everything in it for $550,000, And they're not willing to purchase the house for more than $500,000 because they know they've got to make the updates in it to make them feel like it's their home. Um, so does that mean your house depreciated in value? Not necessarily. It just means that the buyer that wants to buy your house may not be willing, wanting to pay what you paid for it because you made some changes or some customized things in that house that a new home buyer might not appreciate or want, right? So you got to keep that in mind. The other thing is if you're in a lower price point, right, you have to keep in mind with what's the competition that's happening around you. Um, <clears throat> so as you look at some of those things, right, you can see that um, sometimes is there new construction or are there other homes around you that are in better condition that are selling for less or selling a little bit more? And how do you compare to that? That's the reason why you want to do a market analysis and see what your home value is worth compared to some other people's and what they've done to it. Because that's why important updates are important because it's, it's important to know what's been updated since the house was purchased prior. But again, at the end of the day, it's like I've always said, your house is worth what a buyer is willing to pay for it. So if, if you're a seller and you're wondering, well, what can we sell our house for? We think our house is worth this much. Um, I'm going to be the bearer of bad news. And I'm going to say, you may be right, but you may also be wrong because your house is only worth what a buyer is willing to pay for it. And I want that to sink in. And I want you guys to understand that and know that, that that's just the reality the reality is you could make hundreds of thousands of dollars of updates in your house. But if a buyer is not willing to pay what you paid to make those updates in your house, you're going to eat those costs. And therefore, that could mean your house, quote unquote, depreciates in value, right? Because you put into it way more than what it's actually worth and what a buyer is willing to pay for it. So I want to be clear on those things. And also make you aware of that. So if you're an investor listening and you're thinking about buying an investment property and fixing it up, 
it's good to be using a realtor who knows the numbers and knows what's been selling around that property so that you get it at a good price, that you know what your rent is that you'll be able to get out of it once it's fixed up. And when you're fixing it up, if it does need updates, that you don't go overboard with those things, right? So you're going to want to run the numbers to see if it makes sense for you to write up for what you think it's worth and then also uh, plan accordingly with the amount of updates that you're going to make in that so that you don't go overboard and then you find yourself in a position where uh, we find ourselves sometimes as realtors when we've got a seller that tells us, well, I need to get X amount of dollars out of this house. And I can tell you, I don't like hearing that sometimes because I'm thinking to myself, one, why do you need to get a certain amount out of this in order for it to make sense to you? Um, but two, are there other loans or different things that you took out of this house in order to break even or whatever the case may be? Um, and then that puts a lot of pressure you know, on us because then it's our fault if we don't net you that amount of money when in reality, our job is to market the property, advertise the property, get as many eyes on that property as we possibly can and as much traffic as we can. But then at the end of the day, we can't control what a buyer is willing to pay for it. We can price it out to the best of our knowledge and what we think that home value is worth. But at the end of the day, a buyer is going to pay what a buyer thinks the home is worth. So again, you've got to be careful in pricing out those things when you're making those updates to your house. I'll give you another example. I was uh, on the phone with a good family friend the other day and we were going back and forth and he's in a luxury real estate neighborhood. He's on a circle. He's in a good school district. He's got all these things going for him where a new roof was put on, new siding, all these other things. And then as we get inside the house though, um, there's a lot of updates that need to be made. Carpet has been in there uh, for 20 plus years. Uh, there's a lot of oak in the house. Um, not to say that oak is bad, but if you're wanting to sell at a higher price point, people prefer white trim at this point in time. Um, and they prefer some other things and some updates. So as we talked through those things, we got to the conclusion that you can sell as is for this amount of money, or you can drop fifty to $75,000 in updates and try to sell it for what some of your neighbor's houses have been going for that have comparable uh updates that they've done to their house that will then be in turn with yours. And then you've got some, some leverage as far as maybe a newer roof and some other things that might entice someone to be in that house. But at the end of the day, you've got to answer the question and ask yourself the question first of, do I want to spend X amount of dollars in hopes that a buyer will come along and appreciate the quality and the things that I'd put in this house to get us up to a certain price point. Because at the end of the day, I don't, I don't want to list your house and then, you know, have it sit with all the money that you just dumped into it. And now you're saying, well, Ryan, we've got to get this amount of money out of it. And I'm like, well, unfortunately, we don't, we can't find a buyer that's willing to pay that much. And now you end up taking a loss on the house as opposed to maybe just doing a simple walkthrough and listening to your agent as far as the advice and say, hey, maybe we don't have to update everything. Maybe we can update a couple of these things, keep the cost down, and still get you what we want to get you to net. Um, so that's the conversation that you need. And again, I say this over and over, 
you'll hear me say it um, in almost every single episode on these podcasts is that's why it's so important to have an experienced, knowledgeable, full-time agent, right? Again, I'm going to say it over and over. Do not hire someone that's part-time. Do not hire someone that just does it on the side because they don't know what's happening in the market on a day-to-day basis, right? And then you find yourself being frustrated, upset, miscommunications, all this types of stuff. You can't get a hold of your agent because they're working their other job and all these other things. And then you wonder why your house hasn't sold because they've got other things on their plate and they're not fully focused on just getting your property sold. Um, So again, it's important and that's why you hire someone that knows what they're doing and more importantly is in it every single day because that will benefit you and then that will help when you go to them for advice on what kind of updates you should make and things like that because they know what a buyer is looking for in the current market. So keep that in mind. Um, I hope that answers your question. Can a house depreciate? Yes, it can. Um, that is why you want to continue. Uh, and let me give you one last, I'm going to cut myself off there. I'm going to give you one last hint um, for any home buyer out there, even a new home buyer. Always be thinking to yourself, how can I keep my house list ready? Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is, This happens to all of us at some point. Um, Majority of us, I will say, is somebody loses a job. Somebody gets a new job, and now they're moving out of state or they're moving out of the city. Um, You know, a surgery happens where they can't go upstairs anymore. Certain things come up through life that uh, could make you have to uh, put your house back up on the market and list it. And so instead of worrying about the last minute details of what needs to get done, constantly uh, be in communication with your agent, uh, maybe even if it's once a year, right? Once a year, uh, reach out to them, say, hey, would you mind coming over and letting us know in your professional opinion, is there anything we should do to our house to keep it list ready? And what they will do is they'll give you um, tidbits of information as far as what a buyer is looking for in in your price point. Uh, and in your homes and in your area to help you keep your home list ready. So when it comes time to those things happening, like losing a job or relocating or upgrading or downgrading or any of those things, your house is now ready because you continue to make the updates necessary to keep it list ready. If for any time being or example, you would need to put your house up on the market, it is now ready to go and it's not going to take you long to stick a sign in the yard. Uh, Because the last thing people want to do is they want to get their boss that comes to them and lays them off or their boss that comes to them and gives them a promotion and sends them out of state to a different city. Uh, The last thing they want to worry about is what are the things now I have to do to my house to get it show ready? Um, The last thing I want is a contractor being in my house as I'm trying to box box things up and get out of the house and move my family, right? And then possibly running into the situation where you don't have time for any of that stuff. And then the house sits because it hasn't made the necessary updates that was needed for that buyer in your current market. So that is a hint that I will give you um, and a question that you should always be asking yourself uh, so that your home never depreciates, but that it's always appreciating is asking that yourself the question, um, basically, how do I keep my home 
list ready and show ready for any given time that if uh, any emergency or something came up, we know our house would sell. Um, so if you need help with that, if you uh, have questions about that, you know where to find me. I'm all over on social media. You can check me out on the website. But uh, hopefully that answers your question. Do homes appreciate? We all know the answer, yes. But what are some things you can do to continue to help appreciate the value of your home and not depreciate it? We just talked about it. For any more questions, comments, suggestions, reach out to me. Let me know what you thought. Until next time, we will talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. As always, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Potter Podcast. To learn more about how you can connect with me, check out my website, potterpodcast.com. And there you can connect with me on my social media platforms. Until next time, stay hungry, work hard, dream big, and always stay humble. Talk to you soon.